0: Rewind, rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind.
1: The Law Report with Michael Bell,
2: Kaya FM
1: 95.9. Good evening and welcome to Kaya FM, the home of the Afropolitan. Two minutes past eight o'clock. My name is McFarlane Muledi. I am standing in for Michael Bell, who's not with us uh, this evening. I'm doing the law report, so I'm going to do something that I actually understand or can talk about or something that actually affects a lot of people that I know. We all hate them. We all get them. But let me give you some stats. How many people in South Africa are in debt? Nearly 25 million. And 40 of them are behind with their repayments. And this comes from the National Credit Regulator. And in April 2019, 18,240 civil judgments for debt amounting to about $284 million were recorded. The largest contributors to the total value of the judgments were money lent, so people borrowing money, that's 82.9 million rand, that's about 27.8% of South Africans. Services, so those are people that are either getting services or getting um, things done for them, um, which means that was about 64.7 million rand, and other debts coming to about 50.4 million rand. Rema Tateng basically. That is what we're going to be talking about today. What happens when you receive a judgment? What is your legal recourse? What should you be doing with it? Should you be ignoring it? And if you do ignore it, what are the legal ramifications behind that? So that's what we're going to be talking about. So do get in touch with us. Our number is 086 00 959. WhatsApp us on 063 0959. On Twitter go to at chifm95.9 or email us at law at kfm we can then have this conversation it 's an uncomfortable conversation to have and I was speaking earlier on to Cindy who just did sidebar with Cindy and I was saying there's almost like a golden thread to what has been happening today at kfM I was listening earlier on um, as I said to the show uh, um, with uh, Homoto uh, um and they were speaking about when I was poor. So ideally reminiscing about the tough times that families go through. And ideally it is debt that gets you into the kind of problems that you're in or, or, or times that have just been tough for everyone. Um, and, you know, people are reminiscing about those difficult times and how they're able to overcome that. Come Cindy, um, you know, um, when she starts her show um, at about seven, she then comes in and, and they chat about um, finances and divorce. What happens after the divorce, especially from a financial point of view? A really sore subject. And I'm coming now with the issue of debt. So I think we're trying to solve all your problems here at KFM, the home of the Afropolitan. Now, I'm not alone today on, on, um, in the show. I'm not alone today. Um, I've got an attorney of the High Court of South Africa who currently holds office as a professional assistant at Stupil and Berman Incorporated. And her primary focus is High Court and Magistrates' Court lit- um, litigation. She deals with civil as well as corporate matters in respect of companies and individuals. Ultimately, she deals with matters within a commercial domain, but she's been involved with the reporting of estates, drafting of wills, and drafting various other legal documents as well as exploring other areas. And our guest tonight is Miss Nandi Mtonga who's going to be having a chat to us about all of these sort of legal matters and what to do. Nandi, good evening and welcome to KFM. Good evening to
0: you too and to the Afropolitans listening in this evening.
1: Nandi, I think let's go to the very basics and and, and ask the big question. What is a summons?
0: You see a summons is the initiating process. It's mm-hmm. it's how you start your legal proceedings. So Mm -hmm. it's ultimately a calling for you to answer to a claim that somebody has made.
1: Okay, so, and most of the time this claim comes from either a business or corporate entity or a corporation that is saying you either owe or you must come, what does it mean when you receive a summons?
0: So just to go back to your earlier point, Mm -hmm. uh, a summons can, um, the plaintiff to a summons can yeah. be an individual like you or me, mm-hmm. or it can be a corporate. So okay. you can have a, a company, a juristic person uh, coming and saying, you, uh, you owe me this much, mm-hmm. and now I am claiming this from you. So it is, um, what is entailed in the summons is the details of what this claim is. And ultimately it's a calling for you to put your version mm-hmm. before the court to say, well, this is what you're claiming from me but this is why I think that you're not entitled to your claim or this is what answer or response I am giving to this.
1: What sort of process is supposed to happen before a summons is issued? And I'm asking this because mm-hmm. um, you know, if you do owe, whether it be a car, a house or a service or a product that uh, that, that, that you've purchased because th- th- that's where yeah. a lot of the times and, and these are the sort of summons that ideally we're going to be dealing with um, today. So what, what is the process that happens before a summons is even issued
0: you see you have to look at the context mm-hmm. of what is giving rise to the need to bring mm-hmm. a summons in the first place okay. so ultimately the, the standard uh, document that precedes the summons mm-hmm. is a letter of demand okay. where a, a creditor for example will say Um, demanding this from you that's arising from this debt and if you don't comply I will have to proceed in the forum uh, that's most befitting to the circumstances Mm -hmm. but if you had to take for example and look at a different context and you look at a credit agreement Mm -hmm. and the regulations like the National Credit Act Mm you would have to before you can even proceed with summons Mm -hmm. you have to send out a notice in terms of section 129 Mm -hmm. so that has to be done first and then thereafter failing any um cooperation Mm -hmm. then you'll say well now i have to proceed with the summons because you want to exercise your rights and and get your your issue Mm -hmm. per se um Resolved.
1: Okay, cool. So now let's we're going we're to do now sort of like a dummy's guide, right? Okay. A dummy's guide to all of this um, uh, taking place, so, and we'll be hypothetical, right? So yeah. let's say you um, have purchased a car, right? Okay. Or um, let's say you owe a. Um, a clothing store right because these are the sort of things that afropolitans and, and and ideally a lot of people probably go through because the big ticket items you'll perhaps look at that a little bit later that being house and business and 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 so on right, um so let's yeah. say you either owe a clothing store or you um you owe um, you owe on your car right so the first thing that the corporate is supposed to do is then issue you with a notice what should be what should be in that notice
0: so again, it would depend on the context of what mm-hmm. what what brings this debt about. Yeah, such a lawyer. <laughs> you've,
1: got, you've got to cover every point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. well,
0: yeah, you know, it's important <laughs> okay. to be um, specific and to okay. have a context. Mm-hmm. And so, what this should tell you is what is the debt, mm-hmm. how did it come about, mm-hmm. what will happen if you don't respond, and when, by when should you respond to such a a notice
1: or letter of demand. Mm -hmm. Okay. And where where does it get sent? Because a lot of the time, um, you know, people perhaps go to court and they they say that, but I've never received anything. Mm -hmm. You know, because, I mean, Mm -hmm. obviously when you're fitting um, sort of like a, a... uh, when you're applying for credit, yes, that, that's the right word. When you're applying for credit, you put in your name, your, your surname, your email um, and your address and, and, and that sort of thing. And I and from, from a layman's point of view, um, as far as I know, it has to be physically, um, th- th- this notice has to be physically given to you and you need to sign for it to show that you have received it, right?
0: Look, there's, when you say this notice, you're referring to the before the
1: summons? Before the summons, yes.
0: Okay you can deliver the notice usually what happens in say for example a contractual setting yes you do in there appoint a certain address that you say, any notices must be delivered to this to address. The
1: specific
0: address yes. or, and, and you know, a lot of the times people don't really read the fine print mm-hmm. or they don't look at exactly what are they saying. Mm-hmm. So if, if say you're my creditor mm-hmm. and um, you want to send a letter of demand to me and I elected a certain address, you send it to that address that's where i should be expected to collect it yes and another thing that really gets well
1: muddies the water muddies the waters yeah.
0: is when you don't notify of a change of address okay. so it could so happen that you followed um, the procedure you sent it to the address that i nominated mm-hmm. but i moved address without notifying you that i wanted to change my address for notices Mm -hmm. so what will happen is you won't you won't get that notice okay yeah
1: so what happens then in that case um that you've never received any of these notices and now all of a sudden you get a summons
0: so the good thing is when you get a summons Mm -hmm. you have to be proactive about it okay instead of just maybe perhaps ignoring it and Mm -hmm. looking at it as I don't know what this is. I'm (laughs) gonna you know it's got my name on it, but I think I should just
1: (laughs) just (laughs) Yeah.
0: yeah. um, be proactive, inquire about it Mm -hmm. and read the document Mm -hmm. because the in the summons itself it will specify by this date, tell us what you want to do. Do you want to defend Mm -hmm. or are you admitting and say, well, you know what? I actually know that I, I owe this and I, I consent to judgment. What are you saying? You have to make that very clear. So when you get the summons, you read it. Mm-hmm. You see if, if it's something that you completely don't know about, you bring it to the attention of the plaintiff yes. or their attorneys in, in, in the circumstances. Yes. And you then take action. You look at the time period specifically because if you don't, there is provision that allows a plaintiff to then go and request a default judgment, Mm -hmm. which is a judgment granted in the absence of a defense. So there's only one version before the court, you've refused to engage, you've not done anything about it. So now, well, we can get default judgment. And what that means is there will be a judgment against you.
1: That's very interesting. It's uh, 13 minutes past 8 o'clock. I'm McFarlane Muladi. Uh, Muledi. I'm standing in on the law report for Michael Muterning Bill. And uh, remember, the number to dial is 86 or WhatsApp us on 63 On Twitter, it's at ninety five 959 and email us at law at chi I see we've got a, a couple of callers on the line. Um, we're going to start with Muhammad out in Brakpan. Muhammad, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.
2: Alhamdulillah, <laughs> Marat Marat. How you, brother?
1: Alhamdulillah, and you. What's uh, what's happening, Mohamed?
2: I'm alright. Now, uh, uh, McFarlane, I just want to check something here, which I think you know, as a fellow South African who wants to follow the the the, the, the rules of this country and willing to pay back. Not like those guys who goes with a million and go, they disappears and so well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, let's say you get. Uh, uh you come to a point where you actually work and then th- suddenly you are retrenched. Mm-hmm. But as you retrench, you go to the bank, you approach them say, Guys, I've got a loan, a personal loan with your guys. This mm-hmm. is how much I'm owing you guys. But yes. now I'm retrenched. Mm-hmm. Uh there's a there's a kind of an insurance would they'll give you like a one year or six months or something like that, right? Okay. But now in that period you don't get a job at that period because now you know how's it in South Africa. It's not easy to it get a job. It's tough, young.
1: It's tough, tough See. Si. Okay. All right. So I'm going to get Nandi to answer that si. question. We'll look at that one. Um, I'm going to take Dan and Midrand as well. Dan, uh, good evening.
3: I'm hello, Dan. Hello,
1: hello. Yes, hi, Dan. You on the law report?
3: Yes, yes, my fellow.
1: I'm good. I'm good.
3: Uh, Good. uh, Just like a quick uh, question. I I had a situation. Actually, I had a situation where I was working. Mm -hmm. I lost my job uh, last year. Mm -hmm. So I had a a loan with a a certain bank. Uh And uh, what happened is that uh, I notified them that I'm no longer working. on this situation and uh, my sister was was, was, uh, actually willing to help me. Mm-hmm. So I put it in in a writing and, and, and uh, send it to their collection department. Yes. So now my sister, she lost a job as well. She actually got retrenched.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, the uh, the collection guys were busy calling me, and I told them, you know what, guys, this is my situation. That's is my everyday, my sister, she was willing really to watch. She was paying, actually, for like six months, mm-hmm. uh, the amount that we agreed on. And uh, what happened? I told him, no, she's no longer working, then I I don't think I'll be able to pay the the, the amount that we agreed on since I'm unemployed as well. But right now I'm getting, like, uh, your SMS saying, uh, if you don't pay within three months, then the sheriff's going to come to your house and just uh, repossess everything. So I need to know what am I right or what do I do or the steps to, to protect my belongings.
1: Okay, brilliant. Thank you very much. That is Dan and Mohammed, and I think more or less the same thing. Work, um, you know, they both were working Nandi. They both um, got retrenched, lost their jobs, um, and they had loans with um, specific banks, um, and now they're being hounded mm. by Ulakasha. So what do we do? What happens in this case? What sort of legal recourse one do they have? How can they protect themselves? And what is it that they're supposed to do? Because both of them are saying that they did inform um, the the creditors, I'm guessing, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: So what still happens is that the fact that there is a debt, it doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. So that means that the creditor still reserves the right to enforce uh, any rights that it mm. has mm-hmm. to enforce that debt. So with um Muhammad's first um question, I mean they 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 are relatively similar, yes. but they both now cannot repay the debt. Yes. It is uh, still something that you should do is continue to engage with the creditor. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not in in the perfect position to go into detail mm-hmm. on exactly the personal circumstances, yes. but just speaking generally and broadly, um if you can work out a payment arrangement, mm-hmm. negotiate with them, see what reasonable agreement that both parties can reach mm-hmm. and um also an important thing is to remember to honor those payments because a lot of the times it does so happen that promises to pay are made, but they're not honored, mm-hmm. and that also then frustrates the both parties because on the one hand there's this existing right or entitlement and if it so happens that the creditor then goes on and issues a summons and that summons is served to then engage with it you can you know you you've got your rights at any point to oppose it Mm -hmm. or alternatively you can seek a legal representation on what the best way is forward you can also admit to the claim and or um, consent to judgment That will then kick in certain other implications mm-hmm. which come after judgment has been granted which is the right to then enforce that judgment so with both of them they you have to, have to look at what their current situation is mm-hmm. so what i get is they are both retrenched but what is what does it look like going forward mm-hmm. is there a perspective of future employment mm-hmm. is there any other way that they can raise the uh, any funds to settle the debt but it is something they will have to liaise with the creditor about
1: so uh, you know the the, the the other thing that uh, is obviously quite important to understand here and i, I think we're going to deal with this after the break um is the issue of they they're not working they don't have yeah. the money they can't make a plan yes the debt still stays there and this debt still does need to get paid but Right at that moment, there's nothing they, they can do, and that's a situation that a lot of people probably find themselves in. So, we're going to take a short break. When you do return, remember that our studio line is 086 WhatsApp us on 063 688 0959 at dot 95.9. That's where you can find us on Twitter or at Mac Muleli if uh, you want to get uh, direct in contact with me or law at today. We're going to take a short break, and when we return, we delve deeper into the issue of being issued with a summons. I am Worldly.
3: Worldly. Worldly. Kaya FM.
2: 95.9.
1: Twenty-three minutes past eight o'clock. This is the home of the Afropolitan. My name is McFarlane Mulady. I'm doing the law report standing in for Michael Mutsuening Bill. And we're looking at the issue of summons. We are all going through difficult times. um, And it is inevitable that at some point or the other, you will get a summons. You will either get a judgment or you're already in debt and are dealing with these things. So it's important that you listen and let's see what sort of help that we can get. I'm sitting with Nandim Tonga, who's a newly admitted attorney. And she's taking us through some. Some of the steps and the things to do when you are now faced with this behemoth that is looking at you called debt and you're now been issued with a summons. First of all, you cannot ignore a summons. It is a criminal offense to avoid or ignore the summons served against you. If you do not reply to a summons within 10 days, the plaintiff's lawyers have probably submitted a request for a default judgment. It can take up to three months. so don't think the matter has just disappeared. As with all legal matters, it is always best to have a legal expert in your corner. Law for All's team of dedicated lawyers will assist and represent you in your time of need, but you have to check out your um, affordable policies for more information if you are trying to get help. When you are in a position that, one... For example, you've lost a job just like our our previous two quarters. um, And these letters are just coming in. It, It becomes too much. On the one hand, you're sending out your CV. You're trying to look for work. You're trying to find money to pour petrol just to get to interviews. All of those kind of things. And, you know, it's the clothing accounts. It's the jewelry store accounts. It's the car accounts. Everything just is, is, is coming in. You end up getting to a point where you're like, there's nothing I can do. I don't have money. I can't even deal with these people. You can't even, you don't even have the air time to call back to try and seek some sort of way to get around it. But eventually you cannot ignore it, can you?
0: No, no. And uh, just to go back, it's not per se uh, um, to say that it's a criminal offence to ignore it, but to mm-hmm. ignore a summons could be highly detrimental to a person or their business. And mm-hmm. um, you can't just if you just ignore it it, it's It's not going to go away it's not going to go away Mm. in fact it'll make things much worse Mm -hmm. because the plaintiff will then um proceed in the best manner possible that Mm. it sees fit so that could be going to request a default judgment from getting a default judgment going as far as enforcing those rights which could involve having a warrant uh issued and then looking to see how can this debt be addressed. So I mean, it's sometimes it is is it it is reasonable to anticipate that mail can get uh, you doesn't come to your attention. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the processes that happen before a summons and how a summons is actually served, you find that a summons itself is served by the sheriff. It'll be served at the address that you have elected mm-hmm. so the sheriff will go there to serve the summons on
1: that, that, particular on that individual person. now what happens in the case where you are paying when you are paying but a summons is still issued
0: see this that makes it even more important why you should then respond to it because mm-hmm. now you're saying why is this issued i am paying i mm-hmm. have paid this claim is Why is this, does this still um, exist? Why is this summons Mm -hmm. here? If you ignore it, the position will be that whatever is pleaded in those papers Mm -hmm. to say this is the debt that is owed, Mm -hmm. no payment has been received, for example, and if you don't answer to it, that's what it is. If you have been paying, you say, no, I have been paying. Mm -hmm. You respond to it and how you do that is by delivering a notice of intention to defend. So earlier...
1: And where do you get that? Do you, do you just write one or you have to get a legal... Uh, uh, you have to get a, a lawyer to be able to do this for you?
0: It would be best to approach uh, an attorney to do so because it's Nandi, just... To, with
1: money from. What, you don't <laughs> have a job, you've been fired, you've got nothing at the moment. You know Al- what I mean?
0: Alternatively... Mm-hmm. Alternatively, the courts are very helpful if you the, the way that the summons is drafted, there is provision for a notice of intention to defend stating what you must put on there. Mm-hmm. I and and um yeah, so you can just fill that in and make sure to deliver it to the person or corporation or their attorneys that issued the summons that Mm -hmm. was served on you so you can defend it you can also contact the attorneys because their details are on the summons that's been issued that's that's been issued their Mm. details are there for you to see so you can do something about it and raise it and bring it to their attention and um just yeah that's what that's what you can do
1: what do you then do, what do you then go and do or say to your lawyer when you're now faced with these things and, um, and, and because it can be overwhelming. so Where I, do you start?
0: Is this, so who am I in this no, situation? No, so, am you're
1: in the, I, so you're in the situation where you've received the summons um, uh, and this corporation has now sent you this, um, the, the, the summons that you need to deal with you're in a position to go approach a lawyer or maybe you know you've got you know you can get some sort of legal advice or you've got uh, someone that you can be in contact with what do you do what are the steps to follow what are the things that you can do to start in some way or the other dealing with this matter
0: so when you go to your attorney so Mm -hmm. that could be if you can afford one Mm -hmm. or if you go through Pro bono services.
1: Let's do it like this. You cannot afford an attorney, okay. right? Which is the, which, the, which is, will be the, which is the most likely mm, case. Mm. You cannot afford an attorney, but you receive the summons and you want to do something about it. Mm.
0: Um, so you can, if you read the summons, if you don't understand it, and you can't go to an attorney, mm-hmm. then you can again engage with the attorneys that issued the summons if that is not something you want to do you can approach the courts for assistance Mm -hmm. who will also guide you on how to defend it and
1: when you say approach the courts what do you mean do i just walk to the courts i go to randberg here and i say how's it guys listen i need help here
0: well you 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 can go to the clerks of the court and Mm -hmm. say this has been i've received this these papers Mm and i don't agree with what they say can okay. you help me yes and they, they, they what will, then
1: is their responsibility in that in, in in that instance
0: see they have a duty to you as well okay so they will have to guide you into uh, as far as the avenues that you can take mm-hmm. it will however, become a bit more difficult where you have to give merit to the reason that you say
1: this is unfair this, this is, is not wrong. right yes
0: you, you you have to then respond because once you've delivered a notice of intention to defend that's step one it just notifies the other party that you've you you don't agree that you're not you're taking, opposing the, you're it not taking you're not taking it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you're saying you know, well no no this is not for me <laughs> yes. but then there's a step further because mm-hmm. there's time limits prescribed to everything that you do yes you will then have to deliver a plea Mm -hmm. in your plea you will set out exactly why it is that you're saying well I don't know what what your summons is all about because Mm -hmm. well I've been paying and I've not defaulted but yet you've issued a summons and served it on me Mm -hmm. so in that instance you'd have to then set out exactly that in your plea this is the situation And that's how you go forward. Mm
1: You're listening to Kai FM, the home of the Afropolitan. This is the Law Report with Michael Mutsuning Bill. I'm standing in for him. My name is Macfarlane Muledi. The number to dial 086 00 00959. Or hit us up on WhatsApp 063. Slide into our DMs there. Give us a, a WhatsApp on 063 688 0959. On Twitter, it's at Kai FM 95.9. Email us at law at kai Or you can send me a direct message on at Mac Muleli on Twitter or on Facebook. We're chilling and hanging out with Nandim Tonga, and an attorney, and she's Adili taking us through the processes of what happens when you get a summons. So I think we are now at the stage where we're speaking about trying to defend yourself. Oh yeah, but we've got a caller from Joburg. Tandi. Oh, we've got a caller from Joburg. Tandi, um, good evening. Welcome to the Law Report.
4: Hi, how are
1: you? I'm good, thanks. And you?
4: I'm good, thank you. So, I have a problem, right? i bought a summons, but the summons that I, I received, I think there was an email error, and then they said that I needed to pay some money. Mm-hmm. I then responded back to the company that requested that I pay the money, telling them that
5: it doesn't look, what account is this? And then, so they can give me more details on it. Mm-hmm. They responded back to me, and then they said it was for another account. I then confirmed with them that this is not my account. Mm-hmm. I'm not so open of the account. And they said I need to send them a proof of
4: my ID. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do I send such if I do not even know who this person is? Do I need to prove who I am with the amount of what that's happening out there?
1: That's quite interesting. Thank you very much, Sunny. Are you, you going to listen on the radio? this okay hold on hold on hold on for us yeah so what happens in this case because also fraud is, yeah, a, is a thing yeah. right it's so now all of a sudden you've been thing, hounded yes. by these debt collectors saying that listen uh, and, and you know here's my other thing somebody calls and says hi um, is this uh, McFond and Milady speaking and I'm like yes um, so give me your ID number I'm like listen bro I'm not giving you my ID number yeah. I don't know who you are um, you know and 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 then it's like oh okay you don't want to give me your ID number you'll see we charge you for every call that is coming on I'm like I I I don't even know who these people are mm-hmm. why should I be giving them my my personal details I've they, they've i have they've established who I am right yeah that's all yeah. well and good now we're not going to go to a step where they get my I want my ID number but. They don't they can't even tell me what they're calling about. I know it's a bit of a different issue, but it's it's almost the same thing. So what is uh, what what does uh, you know uh, Tandy do in this case?
0: You see it's I mean fraud is a very real thing mm-hmm. and and it's a scary reality that we have to be aware of yes. that it can happen. So in this situation, before giving out any personal information, yes, it would be best to inquire further if Mm -hmm. if she mentioned that the summons was sent to her via email yes there is various information on that summons Mm -hmm. for example which court it's been issued at yes what the case number is on that matter Mm -hmm. it'll have the parties so it will have whatever company this is Mm -hmm. and uh, the defendant which in her case would be tandy there Mm -hmm. so she can go to court itself and inquire there to say can I look at these court papers? Can mm-hmm. I can I um, access this? Because, you know, if there is no court file open and it happens to be a fraudulent case, mm-hmm. you w- rather want to guard against that. Yes. But if it so happens that it is uh, uh, something to be concerned about, that it is valid, yes. then she would want to defend the summons and then state what her position is, mm-hmm. to say as she mentioned, that um, she she's not it's, it's, it's not her, her account, account. Yes, yes. so she can then state that, but it's, it's best to just go the extra mile mm-hmm. and just inquire further, and at the same time there is this um, it's better than just ignoring it.
1: Um, I, I want to I touch on something quite important that you said there, that when you receive the summons, right, what are you supposed to look out for to see its legitimacy? You look you look at the court that it's been sent from? Uh-huh.
0: You'll look at, I mean, the, this is a standard information that mm-hmm. will have to be there is what court is it.
1: Mm-hmm. Case number? The,
0: the case number will be on there.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, that's confirming that it is an issued summons They. um when the sheriff serves it mm-hmm. usually the sheriff will put illustrate a original copy yes and say this is the original copy here are the court stamps here's the copy and the sheriff will also go as far as explaining what it is that he's serving on you but in an instance where she's just gotten a summons out of nowhere yes. on email it's worth just inquiring further to make sure and and she tried to contact them and they say give us your id number and you don't want to do that mm-hmm. then just go a step further and maybe seek assistance from the court say you've got an email you want to see the the the
1: the, 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 information the documents up, yes, yes. what
0: what is on the file what what does the summons say and then follow it up in in that way i'll and yeah, that's, that's where so that's that could So that's almost go. like the,
1: the step-by-step procedure to follow in, in, in this case.
0: Step-by-step, step, yeah. Okay. yeah.
1: brilliant. We've got Dudu from the South. Dudu, good evening. Welcome to the Law Report.
5: Good evening, Maxan, and how are you? I'm good, Dudu. I've got a situation here mm-hmm. which happened in 2016 um, when I took my car for a service. Mm-hmm. Uh, upon arriving at the place where i took my car i was informed that somebody else came to take the car and this is a reputable company, it's bmw they mm-hmm. told me that no somebody else took your car mm-hmm. without my authorization mm-hmm. without my consent Okay. then i had to go as far as opening a case which did not have any 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 value at the time because uh BMW were the witnesses. Mm -hmm. Uh, Either way, they took the statement um, until today. Nothing has happened. Instead, I'm getting threats and calls from BMW that I was supposed to be responsible for the car. They acknowledged that the car was taken at their premises. Uh, What about my insurance? And yet my insurance refused to assist me at the time because the car was taken at BMW.
0: Sorry, Juju, can I just clarify something with you? You say that the car was um, taken. Did it just disappear or did they hand it over?
5: No, they gave it to someone who claimed uh was sent by me to come and collect the car while it, it was on service. So I did think the car
2: was stolen? To collect,
5: yeah, it was stolen. I would say it was stolen because I never gave them any consent to give it to anybody. Nobody informed me that there's this person who's coming to collect your car. Do you allow them? Instead, they just kept quiet, gave that person a key. And when I went to fetch it, it was on Friday. They told me that, no, we gave it to this person. Here's the, um, because there's a registration where you have to you have to sign. Mm-hmm. And they showed me that, no, he has signed. He took the car. Until today. But oh. now I'm, I'm I'm supposed to pay for that car. And it was a brand new car.
1: What happens in this case? Wow, wow. Okay, Dudu. thank you very much uh, for giving us a call. Uh, I think Nandi will go through this uh, case for us. What 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 happens in this case now?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's quite. It's a legal nightmare. There's a lot of elements that are involved in this, mm-hmm. and you will have to go a legal route Mm. um to to state exactly what the position is and i see that she's already tried to go the legal route but um i'm not sure exactly why the what the reasons are for that Mm. falling out
1: because here's my here's the 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 thing that i think also is 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 is, is ideally a little bit painful for her in that the only witnesses that she has to a mm. case are the people that has, she has a problem with because BMW yeah. is the witness. If yeah. she, she asks for camera footage and all of that in terms of the person that has taken this and whatever, that is evidence in court against, you know, her, uh, the plaintiff in, in a manner of speaking because she now owes BMW for a car that she took to their service centre which got stolen and that was under their responsibility. Wow.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're faced with two things. You're mm-hmm. faced with... Um, Insurance on as well,
1: not wanting to pay.
0: Well... You're faced with, on the one hand, is a claim against Dudu, mm-hmm. and on the other hand, is Dudu's claim. Uh, Dudu has a claim against the um, the dealership. Yes. So you've got two opposing claims that uh, need to be raised. So it's a, it's a bit of a tricky one, mm-hmm. and this is one where I would sit and need to gather up all the information. Mm-hmm. And just have a proper detailed consultation to understand exactly what has been, what has taken place and to get an instruction on which way to go forward. But it is, it is something that um, she can raise. Because, and I'm, I'm hesitant to, to speak mm-hmm. too much on it at this stage.
1: Okay, cool. That's fine. But uh, she must certainly, um, to do, if you are still listening, do try and get some, some sort of legal help. Absolutely. Um, leave yeah. your details with us as well. Um, and then maybe Nandi can, uh, can, can advise further in terms of what it is that you need to do. Because it is a lot. You're dealing with an insurance uh, um, company that's now also not willing to pay. You're dealing with um, creditors from BMW. And on the other hand, you're also dealing with BMW that ideally got your car stolen while it was in, um, under their responsibility. It is a huge one. It is quite a serious one. So, hopefully, Nandi will be able to give you some sort of advice in terms of what to do and what sort of legal um, representation or help you can get. Um, are we going to Andani or Tumelo? Good. Let's go to Tumelo. Um, Tumelo, good evening. Welcome to the Law Report.
2: Good Good evening. How are you,
1: sir? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, Tumelo. What's happening? Um,
2: uh, just a quick one. Um, I, I'm not sure if I should mention names, but yet. Um, I, I came across a situation whereby my uh, medical aid scheme that I was paying for mm-hmm. uh, monthly, and then I, I lost my job Okay, uh, with all the benefits. So now what, once I lost my job, um, they kept giving me letters that there was some kind of recurring amounts which I could not understand. I cannot even get a statement from them. Yeah. I cannot get any amount uh, a direct amount. Uh, finally, after a few months, I found out how much do I owe? I owe a certain amount, and now I, I, I still want to dispute this amount. Uh, unfortunately, I've lost the contract that says that I need to pay, uh, medical expenses and so forth. What's the way for, for a layman like hmm. me to, to attach, to, to attend to the ombudsman to find out from them? The, this medical scheme, that contract, because I'm really, really struggling to find out uh, the to find the hard copies mm. on, on my side, and they on their side, it's very difficult for them to, to give me the hard copies, that to define actually that this amount that I'm supposed to pay is it valid, yes or no.
1: That's quite interesting. Okay, cool. I'm gonna let uh, Nandi deal with this issue very quickly. I think we've also got Demarkuts from Proteat Len, so we're gonna take those two questions and then let uh, Nandi delve into it. We've got uh, we've taken down all those notes there for that. Demark outzo good evening. Good evening,
4: how are you sir?
1: I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. What's I'm what's your story? Good, what's good, happening?
4: oh a lot is happening. I don't I, know I, where to start. I
1: like it when you start with woo. <laughs> 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 okay, I've got a bit
4: of a situation. I bought a house in 2016, Mm -hmm. which I'm staying in, and I lost my job in 2017 Mm -hmm. in October. Yes. So I made an arrangement with the bank Mm -hmm. to pay at least half of that. They agreed. I paid for eight months, And then after they told me that I need to pay the total amount and I send them the information to say I'm still not working Mm -hmm. so I won't be able to pay the amount which was agreed upon when I took the loan yes and then I send them a letter to say I still haven't found a job but what I can do is I can pay what I've been paying they were like no they want the whole amount I was like okay so I'll pay what I can because I don't have the entire installment Mm -hmm. so I've been paying that the house of my instalment, yes. and um, on um, today, is Thursday. Yes. No, it's, it's Wednesday today. Yes, on Monday I received. Okay, I didn't receive it. They left the simons at the gate. Mm-hmm. No one called. No one said anything. No, no one rang a bell. Mm-hmm. They just left the simons there by the gate. When I went there, I thought it's just ordinary mail. the simons saying that I I need to pay the total amount or that I'm paying on the bond. So I don't know what to do because I've been trying to call them. Prior to that, we had an ar- arrangement that I'll be selling the property. So they have, in the same bank, they have a department that are, that has sale assist, whereby they can assist you in selling the house before it can be repossessed. Um, repossessed. Okay. Yes. All right, so we pull. had an agreement with them Agents have been coming in to view the house, and I did send a letter to say, okay, I'm happy with so-and-so coming to sell the house on my behalf. They never got back to me till this date. So it's been three months of them not responding to my emails. And then, boom, I get the Simons, and I didn't sign anything. It was just left at the gate. So now I don't know what to do because I tried calling them today. They are taking me from pillar to Coast. I don't know, should I go directly to the High Court? and inquire because there is a case number There's step, uh there's um stamps there which have dates so i don't know what to do at this point
1: okay cool okay. um Katsu, listen to us uh on, on on the radio and then i'll get nandi to break down um, a couple of them for us we've also got uh, the uh, earlier issue with regards to the medical aid and um recurring amount so let's start with that one then we'll go into dimakatsu's issue um i do see you andani out in joburg we will um, have a chat to you a little bit later let's deal with these uh, two very quickly
0: Okay, so first with Tumelo and the medical aid, uh, you can, if, if they, they don't have copies of the
1: original contract.
0: Original contract but they should. But Aren't they, they
1: legally bound to keep it for a period of five sh- or ten years or something like that? They
0: should have copies that you mm-hmm. can, um, that, you, well, they ordinarily should have copies, but it does happen that they lose the original document and, um, you will have to just inquire with them on that. And as for how much you, how to dis- define what exactly it is that you owe, uh, they will need to give you a statement and, and interact with you mm-hmm. because you have a right to know exactly what the claim is and what it's composed of. So if you can get a, a copy there and inquire with them on, getting a statement and clarifying what the the costs are, mm-hmm. then that, that would be a, a starting point.
1: Is the ombudsman a recourse? Is there a health ombudsman or a medical aid ombudsman that they can go to?
0: Um, I, I'm hesitant to, to confirm mm. on that, but they, they there is a... Um, uh, regulatory a body, body yeah, that, that,
1: looks that after they that.
0: can lodge a complaint with. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's,
1: if it's, 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 a, it's a financial, it's, it's, it's still a financial service, so, so there may be, under the Financial Services um, Conduct Authority, the FSCA, which used to be the old... Um, the, uh, yeah, the Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: So you can lodge a complaint there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, to to then jump to Demokato's question, well... Your scenario rather um if you if you uh look at um just firstly to start with
1: yeah I'm, I'm gonna stop you there for a couple of uh seconds. we need to go to ad break, make some money for the show. we're getting a bit carried away here, so then we'll look at uh, Dimakotso's um issue as well as the medical aid one, and then also speak to Andani from Jobbik please um hold on, we'll be speaking to you now now
6: higher higher f m
1: Welcome back. Ten minutes before the top of the hour, before we get to nine o'clock, my name is MacFarlane Mulledy. I'm standing in for Michael Mutsuning-Bill on The Law Reporter. With me in studio is Nandim Tonga, a newly admitted attorney, and we're going through all the issues that take place when you receive a summons, when you've defaulted and you find yourself in some financial trouble. Earlier on, we had a caller, her name was Dimakato. so she bought a house in 2016, she's failing to repay it because she lost her job. She paid for about eight months and then she lost her job, but she carried on paying half of the amount. She's now at a point where she found a summons left at her gate not signed for, just left there and she's been now told to pay the total amount or she's going to lose her home. She responded and uh, for three months they kept quiet and she's now finding herself in trouble. What can she do?
0: So in the first instance, th- let me just deal with the service of the summons mm-hmm. that it was left at the gate. The rules of court do permit that a summons can be served by way of the sheriff uh, fixing or leaving a copy at the address mm-hmm. uh, failing to find anybody there, that they or can hand it to, yes. That they can hand it to. But what in this instance she should do is make is, is follow up perhaps with this uh, the financial institution mm. and go from there and she mentioned that she's gotten a, an offer to purchase and to sell the property it would be best to put this before them and say this is the position there is a, a an offer to purchase and they said someone other, that is interested
1: in buying the or house or someone yes.
0: interested in buying the house mm-hmm. and just to negotiate to stay any proceedings to allow for settlement negotiations to take place so it would be that um she she should follow up with them and just f- inquire about um the previous uh communications with them
1: okay if that all if that fails can she does she have sort of some legal footing that she can stand on because she has been paying she has been trying she's lost her job she's agreed to pay half of what um the, the, the amount is she is actually making an effort in paying, but it seems as though the creditors are not giving her a chance
0: it's one thing that that I I, I perhaps should have clarified mm-hmm. is whether this whole amount is the whole amount of the bond, yes, or is it? I think it's her monthly the payment. She's speaking here
1: of of the monthly payments that she's that, that she's, she's, she's making. Yes,
0: yeah. Or, well, if it's to pay up the arrears, mm-hmm. which is something that she can always do at any point in time, so um, if all else fails, is then to to. Yeah, I'm, again, hesitant mm-hmm. here to, to give uh, legal advice um, for certain yeah. reasons of perhaps conflict of interest. Yes, So I, I'd rather be reserved, but just advise that she can still interact uh, with the financial institution. Okay,
1: cool. Let's um, go to Andani I We've got about uh, seven minutes left on the show. So let's quickly speak to Andani out in Joburg. Andani, good evening. Welcome to The Law Report. Hi, how are you? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. What's happening? What's your issue, Andade? Have you been issued a summons? Are you in financial trouble? How do we help you?
6: Okay, I'm in serious financial trouble. Mm-hmm. I was working, I was working for one of the mines which was owned by the Guptas. Mm-hmm. So, right now the mine is closed down. They still having legal issues. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm having a problem with the bank that financed my car. Mm-hmm. Now what happened is I was a bit, uh, I'm a bit low on money, on money because I don't mm. have any income. Yes. But I have managed to, to to start paying the car now. Yes. Now they they have said I must return the car, mm-hmm. of which uh the day that I wanted to return the car, that's when I found let's call it a piece job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now I paid a, an amount of uh, close to because I was owing in areas I was owing close to twenty four thousand rand and I paid $17,600. I, I made arrangements before that before, but I was not able to live up to those arrangements.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: Now, I currently paid 17600 so okay, I, I guess they also added the interest, and within a month or so, I should be finished with the areas I'm on. But now I've been summoned, and they say they want it back. Now, it, it's a quite a new car, which I'm going to be left with a great shortfall should they take it.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: And uh, yeah, you, you so want to I know what
1: to do to, in this case.
6: What to do in this case because I, I will be able to pay from end of the month, but I'm stuck with. Do I give it back or do I stack it in and say okay, give me two weeks, three weeks to make it up? Yeah, something like that.
0: There's quite a few factors you may have to think about, and uh, firstly is, are you able to maintain your instalment going forward? Secondly is yes. the consideration of has, uh, has the agreement been cancelled and thirdly you will need to consider how soon you can pay up the arrears and whether it may be necessary for a new agreement to be entered into um, and that is something that you will have to discuss with your creditor.
5: Okay.
0: Does that okay. answer your um, yeah. question?
5: Okay.
6: The, the 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 contract agreement um so even if I do pay and the contract agreement is cancelled so I must give it back and it no, there's no choice in that is that what you say
0: uh please repeat that you're saying there's no choice in
5: whether whether <laughs> you give
0: there's no choice in whether or not you you return the vehicle yeah or whether you whether. you pay up
6: Yeah, if I pay up and I continue paying, and let's say, for example, the contract agreement has been cancelled.
0: Yeah, well, you you can still um, liaise with your your creditor that you still continue to pay as per the agreement that they will indulge you in that manner.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. So, Andani, go, then go try and then negotiate with them to say that you want to continue um, paying. However, I think this is a conversation that they then need to, to have with, with, with the credit in this yes. case. Is, does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah, it does. Okay. All right. Cool. Thank you very much. That was Andani out in Joburg. Here's the thing that I want to, 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 to check with you as well in terms of the, the, this, this agreement, right? Mm-hmm. If, if, if this agreement has been cancelled, what does that mean? you have to forfeit your vehicle or your house or whatever it is, or if you do negotiate and do continue paying, do they have an obligation to give you a fair chance to pay back? That's what I wanted to know because Andani is saying that, look, in two Mm -hmm. two weeks' time, I'll be fine. I'll be able to maintain this peace job. I will be able to pay. Do they have an obligation to give you a fair chance? Or can they say, we don't care, give us the car back?
0: Look, indulging in this instance is a matter of good faith. Mm Mm-hmm. And when an, when the agreement is cancelled, it goes down to an academic discussion of a contractual right that arises. Mm-hmm. Because if we break it down into the notion of a loan agreement mm-hmm. in, in terms of an installment sale agreement, yes. if you go and, and, and just understand exactly what kind of a dynamic is created, mm-hmm. then you, you see that there's the financier Mm -hmm. who would be the owner of this vehicle until such time as the consumer has paid it off yes so all the rights available to an owner are still there with the owner Mm -hmm. and as far as multiple defaults it, it it is it is a matter that is for discussion with the the financier yeah. yeah. it is a matter of good faith that they indulge yeah. but sometimes it's when you open that line of communication mm. that they they know how the best way is to go forward
1: okay we've quickly got v from the south very good evening welcome to the law report
2: good evening good people yes uh, thank you so much for the topic v- you've um, got two
1: um, minutes so let's take a speech so right. that we can I, help I, I you guys <laughs>
2: All right, I just want to know something. I had a friend that is a lawyer, claimed to be a lawyer. We asked him to uh, assist us. We've got a company with my wife. We had some people that were committing fraudulent stuff We I just discovered. Then I asked them to assist us to sit on the panel where we have to do the disciplinary hearings. But then now, we did not have any SLA with them because we took them as friends. We just wanted to advise. Mm-hmm. But then now, they came back with a bill which we don't understand, and uh, they sent us an email saying that they are uh, summoning us. And when we open the email or the attachment, there is not. We cannot even open it, and they are threatening us to go to court. I mean, to take us to court. And they just told us that if we, if they take us to take us to court, we must know that we're not going to lose. I mean, we're not going to win because they have people inside them. So what do we do in this situation? We don't see the the attachment, uh, the summons that they've sent to us, and we have no SLA, and we took these, uh, these people as friends. They were just coming in as friends
1: because
0: we would
2: even sit after that just discuss whatever soccer games that we have to play. Cool. What do
1: we do in that situation? All right, mm-hmm. cool. Listen on the radio. Nandi, what happens in this case?
0: Uh, so what you have here is... Um, you've been... Well, this an it's an unfortunate thing, and what you are entitled to in the very least is to know what the claim is because then how do you answer to it so you should just keep calm rather than be intimidated by the threat of proceedings and get proof of any proceedings if you can um, just to understand exactly what what it is is. because in that summons if they have issued summons as they say they will stipulate what the claim is and they well they should stipulate that and what exactly it entails and that will give you a better footing to then know exactly what you're answering to
1: Cool. Thank you very much, Sandy. That is, brings us to the end of the show. Thank you so much for indulging us and um, you know giving us your expert advice. I hope you really enjoyed it as well.
0: Well, thank you for having me. Okay. It's been an honor
1: awesome awesome that was uh, Nanin Tonga a admitted attorney giving us her expert advice here on the law report with Mike returning bill it's been an absolute pleasure hanging out with afropolitans as usual thank you so much remember um if you want to still be in touch with us at CHI-FM or at uh, uh, law at kifm.co.zer if you want to send an email if there's an issue that you want uh, to to be dealt with if you still feel that you need a bit more advice um, that's where you can get a hold of us but uh, it's now gone nine o'clock thank you very much my name is McFarland malady have a wonderful Night.
2: <laughs> that was the law report with Michael Matswining Bill. Kaya FM.
0: Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind.
2: Visit kayafm.co.za for more.